So what I'm really trying to say is the best way to matrescence proof your marriage in the first couple years is to let your partner in on the secret. Hello, and welcome back to Free the Mother. I'm your host, Kendra Williams, and today we're talking all about matrescence in your marriage. And I'm laughing already because how does matrescence not affect your marriage? Girlfriend, you are completely transforming. And the common response from the partner, whether they say it or not, is what the fuck happened to my wife? Where was my confident, sassy, successful go-getter wife? And you're like, uh, she can't come to the phone right now. She's going through matrescence. <laughs> okay, but for real, I want to share a stat with you. Uh, John Gottman from the Gottman Institute did a study and they found that 66% of marriages experience a plummet in satisfaction levels in the first three years of parenthood. Now, I'm not saying it's all because of the woman, but a lot of it has to do with the transition that the mom is going through that no one told them about. And here's the good news. In a lot of areas of life, there is a lot of inner work to do. You know, okay, now I'm in matrescence. Now I've got to go inward. What do I really want? Ask the hard questions, set new boundaries, take new actions. In this area of life, awareness of matrescence really does go a long way. For both parties, it offers patience, grace, and acceptance. And it offers hope that this truly, truly is just a phase for your partnership. Okay. So let's dive into it. The first obvious area that matrescence affects is your sex life. As your body becomes this vessel, you go through the birthing process, if you nurse or not, your body totally shifted and it takes a while for us to get comfortable in that body again. We went over that in the last episode. So whether you had a vivacious sex life before the child or not, it, it's not just the six weeks after. The next way matrescence really shifts the relationship dynamic is this idea that we go into this parenting gig thinking we're going to split it 50-50. And especially in the beginning, it's like, well, I'm the one that's feeding the baby. You don't need to stay up with me in solidarity like my husband tried to do. I'm like, you get your sleep. I'll feed the baby. Um, and, and that really was the beginning of me saying I wanted 50-50, but not acting like it. Like he was in a basketball league before we had our son. And, and a couple of weeks later, he's like, do you think I could go? Like he's napping right now. And I'm like, yeah, sure. But then the second he's gone, I'm like feeling resentful towards him. I'm not going back to Orange Theory Fitness right now. Like I'm not going to hang out with my friends because I should be here with the baby. And it started a lot of incongruent actions on my part, which led to quite the riff in the relationship, which again is so common if you don't know it's there. Now, the third area I want to talk about is still around the idea that everything's going to be 50-50 because part of matrescence, part of putting on that mom hat is really feeling into all of the unconscious programming and unconscious expectations of what a good mother is. So there is the first stage of like, we're going to split it physically 50-50, but another area you're going to come up against is we're 50-50, but I should actually be more natural at this gig and it should be easier for me. Truly, like I should know how to settle the baby. I'm the mother. I should know what to do at all times because I'm the mother. And we give the partner a pass because, you know, they shouldn't really know what to do, but I should. And that erodes at your confidence 
and I'm going to remind you, like I did in the last episode, mothering is actually a learned skill. If you were never around babies, never saw someone settle a baby, never changed a diaper, like how would you know what to do? I mean, neither you or your partner know what to do, but somehow we need to be aware that they're, hey, you're going to have this new area of your brain pop up where it's going to tell you, you know, everything already, but it's actually not true. You're allowed to be in a beginner just like your partner. And that allows again for so much grace. And that grace gets to be there if both parties know about matrescence because there's so much going on in the woman, but the partner's going to see, oh, she doesn't want to have sex with me. Like when is, when are we going to have that back? Oh, she's saying one thing and doing another. And why isn't she as confident as she used to be? Like, these are things that your partner will actually see. Now the awareness doesn't fix it, but again, it allows for space. It allows for the growing pains. Remember matrescence, like adolescence, physical, mental, emotional growing pains. There's again, nothing wrong with you. We just need to be supported through this transition. Now, this is where I need to answer a very common question I get when I talk about this on social media. What about the dads? Do the dads go through patrescence? To which my opinion is hard no, sister. Hard no. I see you trying to support your partner and I want you to ask for more support for you because this is my take. At the core, a man entering fatherhood is going to experience a life event. There is a before, there is an after. Areas of their life will absolutely change. But at the core, it is not a fundamental identity shift. It is also not repeatable in every single man, every single time they have a child. That is the female mother role, the mother experience. Every single time you have a child, you will go through a matrescence and there's no escaping it. So is this good? Is this bad? I don't know. I just want to answer that question. There are people who try and tell me there is a patrescence, but let's be real. Men have been researching men for thousands of years in the same way that if they had to give birth, you bet there would be a paternity leave there. I just, I just don't see it. Men deserve support too, but it is not the same thing. Now, if I'm going to throw the men a bone, especially the fathers of today, it'll be that they will experience a huge shift in their identities. If they are an active parent. So we have to be really clear. Like men weren't even allowed in the delivery room until the 1960s. They have no blueprint for any of this stuff. So they have like a cleaner slate. Like we need to clean out all of the garbage, all of the Disney princess crazy conditioning before we can get to what we really want to do and how we really want to be. But they don't really have anything to work with. Okay. Let's that's hard too but they're not going to run into problems per se until their children hit two. Because two is when we hit phase two parenting. Phase one is you and your partner are in love with each other, saying it's 50-50, you talk and you make decisions. Are we going to have you go back to work or not? Are we going to breastfeed or bottle feed? Are we going to do baby led weaning or not? Like you make decisions as a team and you execute them upon the baby. And then when the children turn two, it's very developmentally appropriate for them to start unenmeshing from mom and dad, for them to find their own way in the world, which is when phase two parenting hits, meaning it's time to set boundaries. It is time to discipline. It is time to have patience. And if a father is an active parent, 
they're going to be running up against all of the things that previously only the mother was running up against. This is all of the triggers that your child activates within you. It's not actually the child that's terrible. It's all of the old shit they're stirring up that feels so terrible. You know, the idea that some people say, my parents yelled all the time, so I'm not going to yell at my kid. And it's easy to not yell at a cute little baby, but a lot of parents find themselves yelling at the two-year-old to stop yelling, <laughs> right? I'm guilty of that. Like it happens and I have to go, okay, why was I completely out of control? Why was I acting like a child there? And there's absolutely room for a father to grow if they're leaning into their parenting triggers. But obviously if they're not, if they're like, I was yelled at and spanked and I'm just fine, then they're not going to be opting into that process. So I want to circle back to us because this is about the women. This is about the woman behind the mother in a perfect world. Everyone would know about matrescence. And in the first couple years of motherhood, the 50, 50 inevitably would be you doing a lot of the caretaking for the child and your partner doing a lot of the caretaking for you. That's how it evens out. It's not like equal amount of feedings and equal amount of diapers that you get the support in your identity shift in the first couple years of motherhood. So when your child hits the elusive, terrible twos, you're not like, oh my gosh, I thought my body would be back. I thought my marriage would be back. I thought my friends, I thought everything would be back. And now my kid is changing on me and like making it even harder. And the problem is it's so easy to take all our angst out on our children because the conditioning is that we get to control our kids right? But in a perfect world, we would be supported through the transition. So we could actually show up in our embodied in our values and embodied in the way that we want to lead our children. So what I'm really trying to say is the best way to matrescence proof your marriage in the first couple years is to let your partner in on the secret. Hey, honey, you know how that baby was just born and it's going through this huge rapid development. I didn't know this either so am I, and I'm going to need some support too. Now, this doesn't all fall on the partner's shoulders. They're not going to know what to do, but just giving them that awareness is going to relieve so many fights in your relationship. Okay. And now a quick share about my own life. My matrescence experience, I say it was a hazing experience. Matrescence itself, the career shifts, the identity shifts were very drastic in the first couple years. And I like to joke that I didn't even get a chance to fail at gentle parenting because I remember buying the book, The Explosive Child, when my son was only 18 months old. He hadn't hit the terrible twos yet. Everything in that book was for older kids. So you can see like I was already way in over my head with him, but the triggers were so big. And they were so deep within me that as all of these old wounds came up and I leaned in to feel them and heal them, I became a truly different person than I was before motherhood. I, you, I didn't just feel slightly different. I was like on a whole different continent. Okay. And this was not good for my marriage. When my husband and I finally like looked up at each other in life, we truly were not a match. There was no like hatred. There was not a lot of fighting, but I was like who I am and who you are, like our values don't align anymore. And we went through a period of separation. Like I moved out. We had, I mean, it was, it wasn't bad, but it was very real. 
and we were able to come back together. Now, I know this is not normally the case, but it is our story. And I will say the relationship we have now is all thanks to Matrescence. Because just like me and who I am, I would never want to go back to who I was before I was a mom. And I would also never want to go back to the relationship we had. It wasn't bad, but I am not the same person. That relationship is not as deep as I crave my relationships to be now. The relationship I have with my partner now is the one that I want. And I think that while I am grateful for the the entire process, hot damn, would it have been easier on both of us if we knew what was going down in those early years. And that was matrescence. Lucky us, we got pregnant two years in. We entered a whole new round of matrescence together. We just like hopped right back onto the roller coaster, having no clue what we were doing. And I mean, this is why I'm so passionate about supporting women through this, because it looks like a cluster on the outside. Everything is going haywire. Nothing is what you expect. But once you get off the matrescence ride, you're like, I want to do it again. (laughs) I feel so good now. And if you are in that spot where you're like, wait, this is all starting to make sense. I'm ready to get off the ride. I'm ready to like start living my life. I am here to support you. I offer one-on-one coaching. And today as of February 1st, I am enrolling for my group program called Unleashed. So you can unleash the real you the truest, most authentic you, which means you get to enjoy yourself, your kids, and your partner so much more. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free the Mother. I hope you feel more informed, supported, and inspired in your motherhood journey. If you liked any part of this episode, please like and subscribe and share. Share with your mom friends, with your mom group. Spread the word of Matrescence and how this is your opportunity to free the mother.